Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Wander podcast. Today, I am recording with Mike, who is my wonderful boyfriend, my partner in crime. Life partner. Yes. <laughs> chef, personal chef. Ooh. What else? Motivator. Everything. Oh, yeah. my He's my, he is my uh, igniter. Oh, <laughs> kicking the ass. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't always work out no, too well, but not mostly ever. You'll come around eventually. <laughs> it's okay. I appreciate the push. Um, but he's here with me today, and today we're gonna talk a little bit about. Let's wander into the bedroom. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna talk about <laughs> sex, uh, for lack of a better word. <laughs> you and me. For lack of a better word, so. Uh, We think it's something that's very important in a relationship, and we also know that it's something that can be a little uncomfortable for some couples to speak about or not speak about. Um, So we're going to dig right into that today, and I think it's going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be a good conversation and an honest conversation. So, Buckle up. Yeah, buckle up. Let's get into it. All right. So before we get into uh, the real deep sex conversation, just want Mm. to really. (laughs) That's a good start. Yeah, there you go. No pun intended. Um, Just really want to appreciate uh, everybody for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. Uh, It's definitely a piece of my heart that I am putting out there. And it's a little scary, but it's also a lot of fun. And I just really appreciate everyone for their positive feedback and their continued trust in me that, uh, you know, that I can provide them with some good info every week. So I'm really happy. So thank you. Can I take a moment? Yes, go ahead. I want to take a moment to appreciate you. You putting yourself out there. That's a lot. It is a lot. You're, you're, you're being very transparent. You're giving a lot of information with a lot of personal experience. Mm-hmm. And I know this is something you've talked about for a long time. And I'm very proud of you for taking Thanks. this step Thanks. and doing this because I think it's important. I think people are going to get a lot out of listening to you. So I love you. Keep going. Oh, I love you too. That was really nice. That's not just for the show either. He that's says that's. I didn't even have that written down. I, <laughs> I know, that no, came that's right from the heart. I know. I appreciate it. That's really nice. Thank you. Right. Uh, let's so, get deep, like you said. All right, let's get deep. So you said you wanted to talk about us a little bit first before we went into that. Do you want to? Uh yeah. All right. What do you want to say? <laughs> we have a pretty healthy relationship. I think so. Um, we trust each other. Yes. That is something that is new for me. In a relationship, I think I don't think I ever knew what actual trust in a relationship was until um, we started dating or going mm-hmm. out or building our relationship. And I really have no insecurities with you when it comes maybe to some things. But when we're talking, since this is an episode about sex, yeah, um, you know, there's we have an open dialogue about yes. that, and there's no judgments. Yes, that is. Very true. There's no judgments and it's an easy conversation and it's a welcomed conversation between the two of us. And I think that the intimacy level is like top notch because it's comfortable. So I think that's something that's 
I don't think I know that that's something that's new for me when we're talking about um, comfortability and being vulnerable with someone. Uh, I've never really been able to be like that. Never wanted to be right. open like that. So we've built that. Right. Yes. And I guess it's important to explain how that happened so others yeah. could build that. And I think it's tough because if you're in a relationship for, let's say, 10 years with somebody and mm-hmm. this is an uncomfortable conversation, mm-hmm. how do you start now? So, well, how did we do that? Well, we we started this well, way. We were open and honest from yeah. day one. Yes, that's very true. And I don't think that it was on purpose. I think it just kind of happened this way. We were open about a lot of things, about mm-hmm. a lot of conversations. Mm-hmm. And... You know, that just fell in line with our relationship and how we communicated about everything. Yeah. Um, and it really deepened our connection and chemistry. And... So I think the one thing, too, is that our connection and chemistry was never forced. Yeah. So, and I don't think that we ever had to fight to feel comfortable you always felt like home to me. So it made it easy to communicate and be very open. And I know that in, you know, some relationships, maybe it's not that easy because you're never sure what you're going to get back. And that can be a little frightening and that can also be a deterrent. Rejection, I think, is killer in a relationship. Oh, for sure. Rejection one time can change your decision-making in everything moving forward. Well, yeah, because if I, I mean, if I go to you with a problem, even if it's just, it doesn't even have to be sexually related. If you go to, if you go to your partner with something and they're not receiving it well, or the conversation isn't pleasant, you kind of are like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to go to you anymore. Yeah. So, and so. if we are keeping it about sex, I yeah. mean, I could talk from a male perspective maybe. I think maybe we are more the initiator in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think women sometimes think, think it's easy for a man to come out and say – we might not say it the right way, which might be a fault, but like tonight I want to have sex. Yeah. And the like, are you serious? Like you could get that back like from mm-hmm. your, your partner. Are you serious? Yeah. Like – you know, not considering how much you did, how tired you are today. Like, right. you know, we just want to have sex. Yeah. And um, for the other one, it it's like you're thinking about your whole day and where you're at. You're like, I'm just ready for bed. Mm-hmm. But you got to watch your response, I think. Well, I think it works both ways. I think, I think yeah, you the woman would have to watch her response. But I think the man, if the man is, if the woman is looking a little tired and, and lethargic, like comfortable on the couch and you're like, I want to have sex. <laughs> like, I think that's going to be received well. But I think instead of it escalating, I think it can just be a conversation. Like, hey, I'm I'm tired. Like, I, I don't know, you know. Or, like, I don't think it has to be, like, a total rejection. Right. Like, I don't think the woman should snap back and be like, are you fucking serious? Or, yeah. you know, I think And that, I think that's more of the issue is the response. Right. Because that will be, like, you know, a couple of those – like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. It's just going to end any asking. And then where where are you? Yeah. But I think that that's a good topic to start on, which is basically the communication around around the topic of sex. So 
if you're talking about the want to have sex, mm-hmm. you know, that's how can that be properly communicated without coming across that all you want is sex? Because I know as a woman, that's something that, and I'm not saying this for you, but I'm just saying in general, I know that as a woman, most women would be like, all he wants is sex. Right. So how do you say? How do I ask? Yeah. Well, all right. So let's like, Let's start. Okay, so let's say it's Tuesday. Okay. But it starts way before Tuesday. Yeah. All right. So, like, I think there are some things that can be done ahead of the actual question. Like, we're talking about attraction. Like, so both people got to want it. Yes. So, most of the times we could say men probably want it more than the women. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I'm just. Yeah, yeah, fair. Okay. But how do we get the women to want us? <laughs> <laughs> It's not just about physical appearance. Like, we can go to the no. gym, buff up. I could do no. 100 push-ups in front of you. Uh-huh. It might not just do it That's for only me. one small piece. Right. Yeah. Excuse me. Don't use words like I, small. Well, I didn't say you were small. Okay. So, it starts maybe on Sunday, Monday before you get to Tuesday. Like, it's not just about physical appearance, right? Like, what are we doing as the partner? Yes. You know what's attractive to females that I've learned? What is key. it? Maybe helping out. Being a partner. Yes. Right? Is there little things that I can do? Like, would washing dishes turn you on? Yeah. Boom. It's helpful. <laughs> I don't think everybody knows that. No. So, like, tell, like, talk to people about, like, what turns you on that isn't, like, physical? Yes. That's a, that's a question to the group. You could uh, DM us on yeah. Instagram because we What we're turns you on what, that isn't physical? What turns you on and what builds intimacy that is not physical? Or, like, what does your man do? He might not even know. Yeah. He might not even know. There might be simple things. Let me change a light bulb. You're, boom, ready to go. Yeah. Because then we know we'll just keep doing that constantly. But that is, <laughs> right. But that's important on the other side of communication where the woman has to be able yes. to say, can you please help me with these things or can you please do these things? Because the man cannot read your mind. It's just well, he cannot. Okay. But, like, you, I don't think you guys want to ask. Well. It's more, I think it's more. It 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 <laughs> turns you on more when it's done without asking. So well, right, but it might be yeah. a conversation like two weeks ago that we're gonna remember. If we realize, trust me, if the guy realizes <laughs> that fixing, you know, the hole in the wall or doing the landscaping outside is what gets you turned on, I'll do that every single day. <laughs> But we don't know because there's no communication about it. But that's what I'm saying. So, like, if the woman says, hey, can you please hang up the – or here's a good example. Like, it's a change of season, right? Like, hey, can you take the fall decorations out of the – I don't know, the attic or something, the basement, whatever. And then you're waiting, like, four days later Mm. and it's still not done. And then you have to ask again. Like, there's no (laughs) – There's no excitement there. Then it becomes frustration. But then at the same time, you won't get my fall decorations out of the basement, but you're expecting to have sex at night. Like, no, it's not happening. Yeah. So that's like... So the fall decorations, when you asked for them, could have been five days ago. Right. Right? And then I'm like, yo. Yeah. Tonight's the night. And I'm like, yo. No. They're still in the basement. And you're still (laughs) thinking about the fall decorations. Yes, because I'm angry. But that should be a conversation... Yes. ...before. And it doesn't have to be a way, like, listen, when you don't do things right away when I ask you to. <laughs> it doesn't have to be like that. It has no. to, It's more of like a partnership and a relationship. So like, you know, things are attractive that aren't just physical of what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it starts way before that. Being a partner, and I've learned from you, 
that there's things that I can do when I'm just being a partner helping you out that those are things that get you revved up. Ew. Like revved? Yeah, revved up. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Trying to be respectful and mature. I thought revved up was a good way to say it. There's other ways I could say it. <laughs> oh so, God. big takeaway, yes, I think. The big takeaway is the communication on both sides because – if you're harboring resentment because your fall decorations are still in the basement, then there's no hope for and dudes sex. like guys if they are <laughs> guys are let's say um, <laughs> they are harboring resentment like trust me it's a percent. fact like <laughs> it's a fact it might not make any sense to us it doesn't really matter in the end because if you want to get laid just you got to do some cer- certain things <laughs> it's the truth yeah all right so let's kind of shift from building the intimacy because we know it's more than just physical attraction and talk more about the actual stigma about the conversation in the relationship like why do you feel or why would somebody maybe feel uncomfortable talking about sex with their with their partner why would they feel uncomfortable saying I think I would like to try this or I think yeah. I would like, you know, to spice it up a little. Like what Yeah. What creates that, you think? That safe space? Well, yeah, what creates the oh, safe the space? Well, either I way, both, like right? what yeah, like which, you know, what do you think? Well, I think the stigma and I talked about it early on when I talked about our relationship. I'm really comfortable and I don't have many insecurities with you, especially the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um and we developed that I think in just the foundation we built from the beginning in our mm-hmm. conversations about everything. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like, this is kind of a sidestep, but it is funny that, like, we have talked about, like, we've had issues. Like, we have oh, arguments. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, we're not... Definitely. We're far from, far from <laughs> yeah, we a got perfect a lot. relationship. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we do find that the bedroom is, like, a space yes. where none of that comes into. None of it exists. Right? Yes. And we're almost like sometimes unsure of why that is. Right. But we don't carry any of our mm-hmm. negativity or any of our arguments or mm-hmm. whatever we had or resentments, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it never gets in there. Nope. And it is amazing. It, it really is because some some of the arguments can be really bad. And yeah, tough. And just really tough. Tough conversations. Really uncomfortable, really emotional, really raw. I mean, it's. You know, it's, it's been, it's been an interesting journey, this relationship. It's been great. But yeah, so all of that to say, when we go in to the bedroom, it's the proverbial bedroom, (laughs) when we go in there, there's none of that. It doesn't, nothing lives there. We don't, we've created a space. Yes. That's a safe space. Through a lot of conversation, like a lot of open conversations. Yes. And I never feel like there's anything I'm going to say to you where you're going to look at me like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, no. Because I don't want to hear that, right? Like, nobody wants to hear that. Like, nobody wants to feel like something's wrong with them for suggesting or just talking about it. Like, sometimes it's not what I want. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you for something. I'm just throwing out a conversation to see, Mm -hmm. have you ever thought about this? You know, like, what about this? Yeah. And there is a stigma. I feel like people don't have conversations about sex. I feel like people in relationships that they have been together for a long time don't have conversations about sex. And I think... Maybe it's part of our upbringing. It's always been like a hush, hush, like yeah, don't like do taboo. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taboo. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but whatever it is, like you need to get rid of it. Like start today. Like I would say, take your partner 
by the side alone, you know, no kids, obviously be mature. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not mature at all. No, but like, but I'm not either. So it works. But, yeah. But yeah. like <laughs> those conversations are mature conversations. Cause you yes. don't want to like, it's not, you know, and you can laugh and have fun with it, but like, don't be like, oh, yeah, I want to stick this in here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's not that's not what we're talking that's about. That's a buzzkill. Yeah. Like, n- your your partner doesn't want to hear that. Like, no. that, that ends it right there. So yeah. it has to be like, you have to be really considerate of both ends and both both mindsets going into the conversation. It's just like, hey, like, you know, let's have this conversation about sex. Yes. What is, what is a fantasy that you have? And I'm not asking for you to answer. I'm saying, yeah. uh, like... That's the that's a good those way to start are, it. Yeah, that those are good conversations, and those can happen at any. I mean, there's times that uh, we're just sitting on the couch and we start having a conversation, like, you know, what, just like what Mike said, like, what's a fantasy that you have, or, um, you know, just anything, any thoughts around sex, and it it ends up turning into a really deep and revealing conversation, and sometimes emotional, depending on how deep you get, but. Yeah. Um, but those are the times where I think I feel most connected yeah. to you. And um, and it translates. It does. And those conversations mean a lot because uh, you. I think it, it just builds so much trust and it just feels safe. So mm-hmm. there's never any awkwardness or uncomfortableness like in, in that space ever. It's a vulnerable conversation. Very. And... It could be silly, but the fact that you're able to have that vulnerable conversation with your partner, it mm-hmm. translates to the bedroom. And that's there's no more vulnerable place mm-hmm. in a relationship than the bedroom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I you, mean, you're you airing it all it. out. Like it's you're out there. You are out in the open completely. So, so it's I mean, there. it's like if you can, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. If you can have the conversations and you can be open and talk about it, like it will translate. Yes. So, like, if you're in a 10-year relationship and it's always been taboo or it's always been an uncomfortable conversation, like, take your partner by the side one day and say, hey, can we just talk about it? Like, I guarantee they're probably into it. Yeah, or, like, even if you're if you're wanting to have more sex in your relationship and you feel like your partner's not wanting to have sex at all, like, that needs to be a conversation. It can't just continue to go on and on and on like he never wants it or she never wants it and then but there's no work being done to try to figure out maybe what the deep-rooted issue is or you know why why either party doesn't want it and I think a lot of times nobody wants to have that conversation because it is very uncomfortable and it can be very emotional and it is very vulnerable and nobody likes to feel any of those things because it's just tough, but right. those conversations have to be have to be had because otherwise it's it's never going to get better and then the more that you have those conversations, the stronger your connection becomes outside of the bedroom, which then translates in the bedroom as well and I think you can see it when couples are like really connected versus when they're not I mean I think affection is yes. a, a telltale sign and yes. some people are like not about pda and like so i'm not trying to make out in the middle of public i understand no. we were those people before i know i did i hated it but like <laughs> i do touch you in public you do and you give me a kiss and yeah. it's I very mean, I nice keep it respectful but like yeah, it's too, very respectful but, like, it's like if i want to walk by like in the in public and grab your ass like yeah or smack it well that's not yeah it's not good all right well like i want to do that it's fine. I'm not saying that's bad. But it's like, just I'm attracted like, to you. Yes. All the time. Right. That's a good thing. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Um, but I do think that's important 
not even just PDA, but just affection in general at home? Are you sitting on separate couches or are you sitting on the Mm -hmm. same couch? Are you, you know, um, are you rubbing my back? Am I rubbing your back? Are you touching touching on some level, you know, or am I resting my head on your shoulder? Like there has to be some sort of physical touch to keep that connection. And those are the things that also lead to a better connection in the bedroom. Cause Mm I, I don't think it's easy. I, I think it's hard to have zero affection all day long. Yeah, now it's time to go. And then you go to bed and it's just like, all right, yeah, here we it. are. And it's like, ew. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's a feeling. Like it, because, right. because if you're somebody in the relationship that actually likes physical touch, you know, there's love languages. This is a kind of a side note here. Um, but if you haven't done... If you're in a relationship and you haven't figured out your love language or your partner's love language, I would highly recommend. We've both done mm-hmm. that. We ended up having the same one, oddly enough. Physical touch. Physical touch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it doesn't – but it's so much more than just having sex. And I can speak for myself. It's like if you – it's how you feel desired and it's how you feel wanted. And you as – you know, you need to feel those things in a relationship to have that intimacy and that that connection that sexual connection like continue so it's important when we're out in public and you want to hold my hand or Mm -hmm. it's important when we're at a family function and if you even just put your arm around me and your hands on my shoulder or your hands on my leg or whatever it is like I feel connected I feel close to you those are all things that go a really long way and I don't know if many people realize that and it could work both ways maybe like the man is the one who really is into physical touch and the woman isn't but even that it goes back to having the conversation about what is important to you because it needs to be brought up because the man is never going to be able to read no your mind we're not mind and and women aren't either i mean like it's just not (laughs) we do not we cannot you can't you cannot read your mind so even though it feels sometimes exhausting to have to ask for everything, at the same time, if you're not willing to say and be honest about the things that are important to you and, and your wants and needs in a relationship, then you can't get disappointed when mm. it's not happening because you're not speaking up. Like he's just like it's just not possible. Nobody's going to be able to read your mind. So let's challenge. Go ahead. Let's challenge everybody. Okay. To have an open conversation in the next few days with their partner and start with what do you what is your fantasy that's a good one let's talk about fantasies let's sit down and have an adult conversation about what is something that you would like to see in the in bed and then share back and forth and have a conversation around it and if you hear something very outlandish from your partner do not make them feel bad about it no except because you open the conversation right. then you receive it yes yeah, that because that'll be a major shutdown. If, yeah, make them feel safe. Make them feel you want it to be a safe space because you want this to be the first of many conversations. Because it starts here, and it leads. I think it opens the door to all kinds of possibilities. Yes, and so I like that. And then have like a check in every once in a while. Like doesn't have to be like so often, but like you know, are you just getting everything like, you check need? in like. How are you feeling? I mean, I probably ask Mike how he's feeling like every day, but it's, 
<laughs> but I'm extreme. But it's I think it's important to just be like, hey, like how how are you feeling? Like are you I don't know, is there anything that you want to talk about? Or I think it's good to just kind of check in and open the door to the conversation if you know that, you know, maybe there's a conversation that you want to have, or maybe your partner's not always the most communicative, but if you ask and you prompt a conversation, you provide that space. So, you know, I think it's important to do that as well. So another thing I want to mention is the importance of taking care of yourself and feeling good about yourself. Because I feel like when, you know, women definitely have a lot, I mean, I don't want to make like a blanket statement like that, but I feel like women might be more of the insecure group okay. or the insecure party because, you know, we're talking about like physical attraction or appearance or self-esteem and self-worth. And, you know, there's a lot of moms that run around all day that have like food in their hair and they wear crappy clothes Ooh, and, food. you know, so, yeah, that's hot. <laughs> and just saying like, so it doesn't leave you feeling very pretty or attractive yeah. Um, and you know, that can carry over into the bedroom because then you're in your head and you're like, does my partner even find me attractive? I, you know, I don't really get dressed to go anywhere and like, I'm taking care of the kids all day or like my hair looks like a mess or, you know, um, self-care is important. So, so self-care is very important. So I think making it a priority and even just taking the time out, maybe if you, you know have an hour of the day to do something for yourself. I think it's very important because your mood will for sure carry over into the bedroom. Yeah. I think so. Um, you know, I always like to go to the gym. I mean, I struggle with, uh, you know, insecurities around certain things. Um, but I do always love to go to the gym. So I always make time for that and for a couple other things for myself. But one thing that, um, you know, we do a couple days a week is go to the gym together. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's very helpful for us. Um, it's something that builds, you know, continues to build trust and continues to build connection, but it's also, you know, something that is good to do together. Um, yeah, I like it. Good. I like it too. (laughs) Like leg day. Yeah. Like you're doing squats. There's nothing that's revving my engine more than watching you do squats. There you go. So this translates. So. Right? <laughs> yeah. So what's getting me excited is I'm thinking of all day, I, you know, we go to the gym in the morning uh-huh. and I got to work eight hours after that. Uh-huh. And all I got in my mind is you're doing squat reps. There you go. And then you can't wait to come home. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. So I don't know how the woman feels, but like, I, I don't know if does is like me doing my squats is that doing anything for you yeah so that is an opportunity that people like a couple should do things together maybe like you know there should be time that you take with your partner like maybe it's go to the gym even if it's once or twice a week together together without the kids without the craziness of life Uh and that builds chemistry and a connection yeah i think there's you know definitely and i think for you know for me it's attractive when that you do take care of yourself like that like that alone is attractive to me that you want to go to the gym and you like to eat healthy and you like those things so um you know for me that's i i like that mm-hmm. um but it could be anything that you want to do together i think the more that you do together the better your connection is and the stronger it is so 
you know, we not only do we like to go to the gym together, but we like to cook together. Uh, we just renovated a whole house together. Um, <laughs> so. And I think it can be really easy to mm-hmm. go a lot of days, weeks, months in a row with kids, mm-hmm. school, sports, jobs, to not do anything mm-hmm. with just you and your partner. Yes. And like, what damage does that have on the physical connection and on the chemistry? There is no connection. There's no connection. Well, I don't even know you. You came into the bedroom. I don't even know who you are. Exactly. And, and not in a good way. Right. And we don't see... Well, <laughs> there should be nobody <laughs> new in you. This is like, don't... Let's not judge. Let's, let's not, not bring judge. out my crazy Hold side on. on this podcast. Let's not there judge should be the, nobody listen, new in I'm the bedroom. I'm speaking for the listeners. Let's not judge what they're into. <laughs> No, it's fine. I mean, some people are into that. Not me. I'd kill a bitch. But Mm. um, the (laughs) um, but the other piece of that is, you know, we don't see each other every day. You know, we have um, kids of our own and there's, you know, crazy schedules and stuff. But the communication piece still is there. So we're still, you know, making sure that we're spending time talking to each other. And, you know, I, you know, in the past. Um, you know, past personal experience, like you could go all day not talking to your partner because, well, I know I'm going to see him when I get home. So it's like, okay, well, great. Like, you don't want to see how my day is. You don't want to see. So I feel like, you know, you have to, you have to put in effort, but it shouldn't feel like work. You should want to talk to your person. You should want to. Throughout the day. Throughout the day. Just like text. Yeah. Be spontaneous. Send a nude. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I know how you're going to receive that one. (laughs) All right. But it doesn't have to be like that. Like, I think I think what's important is, yeah, you can send a nude, Ooh, but it doesn't text. have to be, but it doesn't even have to okay. be sexual. Like, I know, like, it, it keeps it spicy. Yeah. I think the idea is that you're maintaining communication with your person throughout the day so they feel important. They should feel like a priority. The second a person doesn't feel like a priority in your relationship or they feel like the only thing that they want mm. or the only need in the relationship from that person is sex, it's it's going to go downhill. Trust me. Yeah. So it, it's it important. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, but I feel like it's a lot harder than like it may, and theoretically it makes sense, but you gotta like You got to put work in. But it I feel like it's harder in real life. Yeah, I agree. And I so, don't like, what can people do? Like, I think, like, we talked about, like, working out, but, like, what, like, you're doing things, like, find something to do together, like, at least once a week. Like, make that time. And, find like, something. And, forget, like, like, I know people do, like, a date night. And, like, I think that's great. I think it's important. But, like, do something, like, you both enjoy together besides, yeah. like, just going out to eat. Maybe you, maybe you can't, maybe you have kids and you can't get a babysitter, so you can't times, go out to eat. So, like, cook or dinner. how many times have you been out to eat with somebody, uh-huh. maybe in a past relationship, Ooh. and how many words are even freaking said? Zero. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe that's not even the best. Like, it sounds great. Like, I'm hungry. I like restaurants. But, like, like, what are you doing with your partner at the date night? Maybe it's time. Maybe you just. Or, I'm sorry. I'm going to roll. Date night. And then you go make out in the car somewhere like little kids. Ooh, yeah, in go. the back seat. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's how you build connections. Okay, or you maybe you can't have a, a date night because you don't have a babysitter yeah. or whatever, but like you're at home and maybe it's I'm going to put the phone away. Like we're both going to put our phones away for the rest of the night. Like every night at 8 o'clock, like the phones go away and you sit down and you actually – either watch a show like it doesn't have to be extravagant it can be very simple things to build the connection maybe there's a show that you both want to watch on tv so you sit down together on the same couch and you watch tv maybe you 
you know, or you watch a show or maybe you don't watch a show and that's the time that you have a conversation. How was your day? You know, or it's even just little things throughout the day. Text your partner, hey, I miss you or how was your day? Like those things go a very, very, very long way. We really hope that you enjoyed this conversation about intimacy and sex in a relationship. And we hope that you are able to feel a little bit more comfortable moving forward, having these conversations with your partner and also just being a little bit more in tune with yourself. So big appreciation to Mike for being with me on this podcast. And I look forward to recording many more episodes with him. And as always, thank you for listening and I will see you on the other side.